I got back last weekend from Boy Scout camp, as you may remember, and um, after you spend a, a month in the woods, in the mountains, it's amazing how you, uh, you kind of forget about normal life, and it's a little hard for re-entry here. So I'm, I'm a little stuck on scouting, and so when I read today's gospel, uh, all I could think about was scouting. So it's another scout homily, in case you, you wondered uh, a little bit, because when I read the gospel today, all I could think about was our famous Boy Scout model of be prepared. That uh, was given to us by Lord Robert Baden-Powell, who founded the Scouts in the beginning of the 20th century, said the motto of the Boy Scouts is be prepared. And a lot of people know that. Uh, and, and so you might ask, well, well, how? What does it mean to, to be prepared? That is part of the essence of being a good Boy Scout, learning what does it actually mean to be prepared. This especially gets tested when we go camping. As Boy Scouts like to do, we, we go camping. Now, sometimes when we go camping, though, it's uh, what you might call car camping. In other words, we load up the troop trailer and we drive the troop trailer to the campsite and we unload it. If you're doing that, well, be prepared means you can take lots of heavy metal stoves and cast iron Dutch ovens and big heavy tents and lots of things that you can just drive to your campsite, you know, unload it. You can literally take the kitchen sink if, if you want and, you know, maybe lash it to a tree or something when you get there. But you can take lots of stuff if you're car camping and driving it up. But where I was at this last month at Philmont Scout Ranch in New Mexico in the Rocky Mountains, this is backpacking. So the scouts show up on day one, they stay one night in base camp, and then they spend 10 days backpacking through the Rocky Mountains, carrying everything you need for 10 days on your back. Well, now you're not going to bring the big heavy metal stove. You're going to bring a really lightweight backpacking stove that weighs a couple ounces. You're not going to bring the kitchen sink. You're going to bring a little plastic bowl to eat out of, to wash up in, to do everything you need to. You're, you're not going to bring uh, a big heavy pillow. You're going to bring like a down collapsible pillow that folds down to the size of a, a ping pong ball and then it magically springs up to become a pillow at night. Uh, when you go, you decide, I don't, I don't need a fork and a spoon, do I? I need a spork. I'll take a spork that has a little serrated edge to be a knife as well, and I'll make it out of Lexum plastic so it weighs like, you know, 0.4 ounces. These are the kind of things that when you go backpacking, be prepared, well, you can't just take everything and say, well, I might need this, so be prepared, bring everything. Well, no, be prepared means you have to take not everything you think you might need, but you have to really know what is it that I exactly need. And you take only exactly what you need, that and no more, no less. Be prepared when you're going backpacking means I have exactly what I need. Now, when you get to, to Philmont, you get a little help with this uh, because when you arrive in base camp on the first day, you are met by a Philmont staff member who is known as a ranger. I always thought that would be great to be a Philmont ranger. It sounds like such a, a great title. And to some extent, they are pretty impressive. These are kids in their 20s uh, that are assigned for each crew that comes in. So a crew's about a group of 10 scouts and their leaders. And the ranger meets them as their kind of, well, friendly guide, especially for people who are very new to Philmont. Maybe they don't know what they need and what it means to be prepared. So on your first day in base camp, the, the ranger will we'll lead them through a, a time-honored ritual, 
known as the shakedown. And normally it involves pull your bed out of your tent and base camp and empty all of your gear on your backpack onto your bed. And the ranger will go and look at what you think you need to carry on your back for the next 10 days. And some of these scouts come in and they're gonna, they plan on carrying like 50 pounds of stuff on their back. Mm, ranger might look at that and say, hmm, do you really need that? You're bringing a flashlight, that's good. In fact, we say a flashlight is essential. But some scouts show up and they've got like a big flashlight a foot long with like five D-cell batteries in there and this flashlight weighs like six pounds. Mm, maybe not. Maybe what you do is you go get like a little LED flashlight that runs off like, you know, two AAA batteries and weighs an ounce. That might be better. Okay. Or sometimes, you know, what's more scout-like than the Swiss Army knife? You've got your Boy Scout pocket knife and of course it's not just a knife. You know, it's got like 8,000 multi-tools on there. So it's got like a pliers and a screwdriver and like a, a, you know, you could crack open a safe with it just about. It's got everything. We call it a multi-tool. Well, the ranger might look and say, oh, I see you've got your multi-tool. That's good. You might need that. But then he might look and say, hmm, all 10 of you have a multi-tool. You probably don't need 10 pair of pliers in the backcountry. Why don't you take one and leave nine behind? Those kind of things. Ranger kind of helps shake it down to say what is absolutely necessary. Ranger might also say, you're missing some stuff you need. Uh, you need rain gear. This, this happened this summer. Uh, as a chaplain, you know, I've got a, a radio. It's 140,000 acres out there at Philmont. No cell phone coverage, so a lot's done by radio. So one of the nice things about being a chaplain is you get to hear the, um, well, the soap opera that goes on over the radio sometimes. It's very entertaining. Uh, it started to rain. And all of a sudden, there are calls on the radio down to the, the store at base camp. Uh, could we get four pairs of rain pants, two rain jackets, um, some, some thermal hats, and some gloves sent up to the backcountry? I'm like, do we do that? We just send it up there? I, I, I personally, I would be like, yeah, uh, that pair of rain pants is $50, and there's a $400 handling fee to deliver to you in the backcountry. Um, we could make big money off that. Nonetheless, some people go out, and they're not prepared. People go to New Mexico and they think, oh, it's like a desert. Yeah, until you get up in the mountains and it's 50 degrees and raining. Number one injury I was dealing with before I left Philmont was hypothermia because people were not prepared for cold, drenching rain uh, that gets down pretty cold at night. So they weren't prepared. Other times people brought too much. So I heard on the radio one day, um, could we send some stuff down to base camp that we didn't actually need? like, no, we don't do that. You brought it, you're going to carry it. Be prepared is tough when you're out in the backcountry. And yet, you learn through this. What do I really need? That is a great question that scouts ask. Be prepared means take exactly what you need, no more, no less, and causes you to have to ask, what do I really need? Now, all that having been, been said, that's why, of, of course, like me, you read the gospel and you thought this is a Boy Scout gospel. Jesus is about teaching his apostles how to be prepared. If you didn't get the Boy Scout theme when you read it, you just have to learn because this is definitely a Boy Scout gospel. I'll show you. So Jesus is sending his apostles out on what essentially amounts to a big backpacking trip. Only ironically, Jesus tells them, don't take a backpack. You know, that I would be like, Jesus, okay, it seems like you are sending your apostles out not very prepared. 
Because he says, go out, but take nothing for the journey, except the walking stick. Today, if you go around Philmont, they would be trekking poles. Looks like ski poles, but they're trekking poles. And actually, they're actually pretty good. Helps you stabilize on stream crossies and rough terrain. And so fine, even Jesus says, take a walking stick. Great. But then he says, take no food, no sack, no backpack, no money, but wear sandals. But don't even take a second coat, no second tunic. It sounds like Jesus is sending the apostles out not very prepared. If he showed up uh, at Philmont and told the uh, apostle scouts, go out without you know, a backpack, no second coat, no, we would say, whoa, you're not going out there, you're not prepared. But Jesus also sends the apostles out with something that is even more important than all the stuff. It says, he gave them authority and then he instructed them to go out. In other words, what Jesus is doing is like a good Philmont Ranger. He's trying to show the apostles what is really important. So when they go out, he says, don't take food. But, but Jesus, we need to eat. Ah, when you go to houses to proclaim the gospel to them, Jesus knows they're going to invite you in. They will feed you. It means you're going to have to depend upon other people, so you're going to have to go tell them about Jesus, tell them about the gospel, and when you do, you'll have food. They'll feed you. When you do, you will have a place to stay. You will have clothing. You won't need money because people will be so attracted to the gospel that they will want to hear more. They will provide for your needs. The apostles don't know this, but Jesus does. Like a good ranger, he knows that they don't need all this extra stuff. If you are sent by Jesus, then you are prepared. You have everything you need because you are prepared by Jesus. And it's not gonna matter all this stuff you think you need. You don't really need it. Now you see why this is a, a Boy Scout gospel. It's important for us though, I think as Christians, to then ask ourselves, spiritually speaking, what stuff do we think we need? You have a, a mission given you by Jesus in your baptism. He says, go and make disciples of all the world. Go proclaim the good news. Teach everybody about Jesus. Well, what do we do? I think a lot of times we sit back and say, well, well not me. I can't do that. I, I don't have the stuff I need. You know, if you think, I've, oh, I'm supposed to go preach the gospel, what do we do? We make excuses. Yeah, that's, that's for the priest and the, the deacons and stuff. They're trained in that. They've, they've got the stuff. I don't have the stuff. You might think to go out on your mission, well, you need incredible public speaking skills. You know, I, I can't go proclaim the gospel because maybe you think I'm not a good public speaker. Moses said the same thing to God. He says, I'm a stutterer. I can't speak. God said, go anyway. I'm sending you. Amos, in our first reading today, he's a, he's a prophet. He's a famous prophet. I mean, he's got a whole book in the Bible named after him. That's pretty cool. He is obviously a prophet. He says, I'm not a prophet. I was a farmer. I took care of sycamore trees. But God sent him. And so he had all he needed to be a prophet. Moses had all he needed for his mission. You have all you need for your mission. You don't need incredible public speaking ability. Maybe you think, well, I can't go out and proclaim the gospel because, you know, I don't know the Bible that well. You know, I've had people come to my door and they know the Bible really well and they're quoting scripture verses at me and I don't know any of that stuff. I don't know the Bible, I'm Catholic. 
Okay, that's a really bad excuse, by the way. So, number one, you don't need to be a scripture scholar, but okay, read the Bible a little bit, fine, do that. But that's not what you need to go proclaim Jesus. Maybe you think, well, I, I don't know a lot of theology and stuff. That's for those educated people. I, I'm barely getting by. I show up to Mass on Sunday, and that's, that's about it. I don't, I don't know this stuff. I can't spread the gospel. Jesus says to you, as he said to the apostles, you don't need any of that stuff. All you basically need, the one thing necessary, the thing that is this, no more, no less, is you need to be sent by Jesus. That's it. And then he gives you the grace that you need. You don't have to have fancy theology. You just need to talk to the person next to you at work who's having a bad day and say, hey, looks like things aren't going well. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I'm having trouble getting through this. How do you get through this? I don't know. I'm struggling too. But I mean, I, I go to church on Sunday and I, I know somehow God cares for me. And okay, there you go. You're sharing the gospel. Maybe you just say hi to someone in the elevator. Like, oh, I like your cross that you're wearing there. You're Christian too. Me too. There's a start. It's not some big, fancy, all finished product where you're like, someone is going to come up to you in the elevator and you're going to quote the fourth ladder in council to them and eight decrees of the bishops in the, you know, the sixth century or something. No, maybe it's just, I like your cross. I'm Christian too. Conversation starter. It's not that you need a bunch of stuff. All you need is the same thing the apostles needed in the gospel. You want to be prepared for your mission? Realize that Jesus sent you. Just go. You'll find food, shelter, housing, clothes, all that stuff. Jesus has already figured out. You just go do it. Just start. You, in fact, are prepared. Not because you've got stuff. It's because you've had a, a good ranger who knows what you need. He showed up. He's looked at everything you got. Yes, you, with all your imperfections. And like, oh, I'm too sinful to go spread the gospel. I don't have it all together yet. Well, good news. You're going to go proclaim the gospel to other people who are miserable sinners who don't have it all together yet. They'll like the fact that you're one of them. That, it works. Trust me. Go do it. Jesus says to you, like to the apostles, be prepared. Well, the good news is to be prepared to be a disciple of Jesus you don't have to have fancy boots or backpacking tents or even ultralight stoves or dehydrated uh, astronaut food that you can rehydrate with water. You don't even need trekking poles exactly. All you need is Jesus. And that's, well, that's the ultimate message of the gospel today. What's, what's the one thing necessary? Mo no more, no less. What, it, what does it mean to be prepared? Well, you got Jesus. He goes with you. He sends you. And if you got that, well, like a good Boy Scout, then you're prepared to be a disciple.